Healthy-ish fam. Thank you for tuning in and g'day if this is your first time listening to this podcast from Body and Soul with me, your host, Felicity Harley. Can you believe we are well into December? Oh, can't believe it. The year is coming to an end. How's your health right now? You feeling a bit stressed? Had a few too many drinks last night? Well, we're talking about metabolic health today. Such a buzzy term, isn't it? Do you know your metabolic age? Well, to help answer all these questions is Vesna Hursto. She's a naturopath and executive wellbeing coach and mind body peak performance specialist. She joins us from Melbourne via Zoom to discuss what it means to be metabolically healthy. Now, as you know, we keep these healthy-ish episodes quite short, so if you want to hear my full interview with Vesna, where we go a bit deeper into metabolic health, you can just search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Vesna, welcome to Healthy-ish. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. No, I'm excited to chat about this. I mean, you, I see headlines pop up about me- metabolic health and I'm thinking, what is this exactly and why is it so important? Tell us. So metabolic health relates more to the metabolism, so how our body produces energy from food and the environment and all these other biochemical processes that happen. But it makes a massive impact to our energy, how our body uses fuel, so how we burn body fat. It impacts our mental health. It impacts our sleep. It impacts our weight. So it has quite a lot of impact across our health markers. But generally what you'll find is that if your metabolic health is poor, it's going to show up as feeling tired all the time, not sleeping really well, having more anxiety and stress, um, definitely having more weight, more weight around the abdomen, right, around the waist, Um, brain fog. It can affect our other hormones as well. So generally I see women who are, just like, oh, there's something going on. What is it? Um, because sometimes your test can come back as normal, even though it's not in the optimal range. Right. So it's just looking at, basically, it's just summing up the markers of health and saying, okay, where are you, you know, how are you sleeping? Looking at all the different aspects of health, bringing them all together and saying, okay, where do you sit? Yeah. And clinically, you'd be looking at, so generally when we say someone's kind of in like poor metabolic health or metabolic syndrome, you're looking at their fasting glucose levels, their cholesterol levels, their triglycerides, their waist circumference, their blood pressure. So that's already when you're at the other end of the scale, right? So you're already in this definite stage of um, metabolic syndrome, right? But most people sit in the middle and they don't, they're not having all those markers, but they're getting the weight, they're getting fatigue, they're getting a lot of cravings, they're getting all those symptoms that I mentioned. They're feeling all of that, even though sometimes their blood tests come back as relatively normal. Yeah, right. It's it, it's confusing <laughs> by the sounds of it. it you is, think, yeah. this is saying this, guess- but I'm feeling this. And so can you give us some distinct signs? I mean, you just went through a few then, but yeah. how do we know if we're healthy versus unhealthy metabolically? Well, weight's going to be one thing to do with metabolic health, but it's not the whole picture. So definitely weight, if your weight is not in a healthy range, so that's an indication. Um, But looking at fasting glucose, so the general range is like if you're under like 5.5 or 6, then that's considered normal, right? But studies have shown anything above 4.7, you start to get metabolic impact. And that's really common. 
So can we test for that? Is that just a matter of going for those, you know, the tests that we that many of us had during pregnancy that was just hideous? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can do a glucose test. Like generally a GP would test your glucose. And again, we're looking at like those are pathology ranges. So the average of people that go to see the doctor are sick. And then you've got the optimal range, which you want to sit below that 4.7. And so with my clients, I use a glucose monitor. So it kind of monitors 24-7. So it kind of tracks how their glucose is going through the day. So it's not just a case of how they feel in the morning or what their glucose looks like in the morning. It's how it responds to food. So it's probably one of your best indicators of metabolic health is looking at blood glucose stability. Let's talk about that. Let's come back to that. What about signs it's healthy? I mean, if I'm thinking, no, I feel good. I mean, can you just tick along and you're metabolically healthy and, and on you go? Well, it becomes like this baseline, right? So I see people who go, no, I actually feel okay, but they're overweight. They've got a high liver markers. So they probably may have some fatty liver going on because their glucose is a little bit high. And so the baseline is, is that their energy and, and all of their vitality markers drop, but they are used to that. And so eventually, sometimes if we're not aware, it, it eventually catches up with people who don't change our diet and lifestyle. So how can we determine our metabolic age? I mean, I feel like this is a term that I see you know, people talking about and, and like, how do we actually know how healthy we are for our age? So the metabolic age is looking at your basal metabolic rate. So how many calories you burn at rest compared to the average for the people in your age group, right? And so if your metabolic age is lower than your actual age, then you're considered to be metabolically younger and healthier. Um, and if it's higher, then, you know, it's not as good. It's, it's poor metabolic health. How do we get this test? Is it a, is it well, it's a it's a formula. So you, we can actually link it if you want. But there's an yeah, equation right. that you go through. Yeah. So you can actually work out your BMR and see where you sit. Um, but yeah, it's just an equation based on your weight, your um, your height, and men and women have different formulas. Okay, let's link. We'll link to that in the show notes yeah, because we'll that's that, fascinating. Yeah. Let's talk about how yeah. we can improve it, especially also our glucose levels, how we can stabilize these throughout the day. So if you stabilize your glucose levels, you will really go a long way to improve your metabolic health and your symptoms. Like it's one of those things that if you stabilize glucose, you'll just have much more energy that's more stable through the day instead of highs and lows. Your mood is much better. Your anxiety levels are much better and there's less cravings, right? And your body's able to burn more body fat for fuel during the day. So number one is taking out the obvious sugars, right? So our diets today definitely have a lot more sugar. We have a lot more fructose, which is what they use in, like, I mean, sugar is part fructose. So it's in like, you know, chocolates, your biscuits, your ice creams, your all your junk foody stuff. Um, so that'd be the first place that I recommend everyone starts. And then if you want to go beyond that, then you're looking at cutting out processed foods is also really important. So processed grains like pastas and breads and things like that will also spike the glucose levels. And anything that spikes it is going to cause another hormone to come in, insulin. And as we, when we get too much insulin, that's metabolic syndrome, right? It's insulin resistant. So we get all the markers of weight, high cholesterol, et cetera. So what should our daily diet look like then to stabilise that? And also, you know, I know there's specific foods you can eat to before other foods to dull your glucose spikes. What should we be fueling ourselves with? So you want to make sure that you, like, it's basically good whole foods, right? I always say that if you're going to eat out, it's really harder to stay healthy. 
because you don't know what oils they're using. The oils will also impact your glucose levels. You don't know if they're adding extra, you know, condiments have a lot of sugar in there. So whole foods that you prepare at home, um, combining proteins and carbohydrates. So we've found that if you just have carbohydrates, the glucose level spike, there's nothing there to minimize the spike. Um, and then adding healthy fats in as well causes the glucose to become much more stable. You make it sound so easy, <laughs> just these three things, and then well, you're it ready. Is easy. <laughs> I, know. I, think, yeah, I think it is easy. I think it's hard because depending where our lifestyle is, like if we're eating out a lot, that makes it harder, mm. right? So there's a bigger adjustment. If you have a high, um, a diet high in sugars, that makes it harder again because there's a lot of cravings that are associated with that. But even I always say, if you just did one thing, it's going to make a massive difference. Like if all you did was minimize obvious sugars, it's going to make a massive difference. I like that. Vesna, thank you for coming on Healthy-ish. You're welcome. Thank you so much. If you want to know more on this subject, make sure you tune into my chat with Vesna on Extra Healthy-ish. You can also jump onto bodyandsoul.com.au. Plenty of other amazing health advice on there. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. You can also rate, review and subscribe to this podcast or share it with a friend. And until next time you listen, hopefully tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Listener.